Welcome to episode five of the podcast. Today I'm joined by Mark Rowe. Hello. Right, Mark, your first question today I'm going to go for, what is your favourite martial art and what would be your favourite either take down or move? Well, i got multi-background martial arts. That's why I actually said it. But, (laughs) pain. Um, I do like Shaolin uh, and Ninjutsu for different reasons. Um, I like Ninjutsu for the the secretiveness and uh, all the weapons. And, well, Shaolin have them as well, but I like their grace, etc. My favourite move is... Uh, the tiger throw, where you would jump up onto your opponent, catch their head with both your feet either side and twist, which would cause them to snap their neck, which is nice. Yeah, so that's <laughs> nice. Uh, Glad you picked that one. <laughs> right then. So, Mark, who, who is Mark Rowe? Well, Mark Rowe is uh, an energetic character. Um, started off when I left school as a chef left that industry after a few years went into the fitness industry um where i spent a lot of years uh, and then developed myself further then um taught classes a lot in particular zumba which i'm more renowned for um that's who i am okay. i'm quiet when i first met you use a personal trainer then same as obviously me and so on um what was it like being a personal trainer back then well, back in the day, there's been stages of personal training that I find like there's back in the day when you were a personal trainer, you studied hard. It was hard to get into. Um, you had to do the the nitty gritty stuff like cleaning the equipment and the toilets, etc., and all the stuff that no one ever wants to do. Um, but it was disciplined. I liked the discipline. Um, and then you always had to constantly study as well. Uh, and then that brings me into more today's society where it's become more online based, a lot of uh, more filter PT, shall we say, um, as opposed to more hands-on. I prefer the more hands-on approach. The, I see too many, too many people, too many PTs doing it. I've witnessed it myself where they would just put someone on a machine and um, stand on their phone or just chat. And it's frustrating frustrating get results yeah um, obviously well the industry what's going on so far um has changed obviously a lot online now it? so you don't see as much hands-on anymore but i'm saying you prefer a lot more hands-on yeah um, obviously definitely. i'm having to move over to the online thing because it's just the way the industry's gone at the moment yeah um, obviously the industry you're in now which we're going to talk about you, you can't do it online so <laughs> let's talk about your, your sports therapy so you're injury massage therapist at the moment um how's it going it's busy. It's really busy. Um, after the first lockdown, there was definitely a, a spiking in clientele. Um, I went back-to-back um, treatments. Um, it's the same now. I mean, uh, what we've got to bear in mind coming out of uh, lockdown is a lot of people haven't been doing a lot uh, and being quite stationary at home and uh, some abilities um, taking a knock-on effect from that. Um, and you know people getting aches and pains a lot a lot more as well so on top of that as well you've got people that are going back into their fitness regimes um, not quite preparing themselves for it which is then promoting more injury which is then coming back on me which hey I don't don't mind (laughs) but um, but you know as long as people are 
cared for and looked after at the end of the day their health is my what, what at the my moment purpose. what would you say is the biggest um, cause of injury at the moment would you say it's inexperience or would you say it's people rushing in too quickly to back into what they used to do um, a combination of the two um, so you've got people that are eager to get back into lifting that COVID complacent weight gain um, therefore they're just rushing into it and without an, a true idea I should say um and that then promotes injury. Um, or then you've got people that do know what they're doing, have gone straight back into the gym, believing that they could lift the weights that they could pre-lockdown, uh, which is then again, promoting injury as well. Um, like I say, a combination of the two. Okay. Um, after you're injured at the moment, would you say is the most common injury you see at the moment? Common injury, not a common injury, common, um, complaint I get is back injuries or back troubles um, can be anywhere acro across the back that could but uh, I'm getting a lot of people saying they can't get in and out of bed and uh, a bit tight and so. see obviously lockdown um, I was talking to a chap this morning I said to him obviously we've locked down and stuff because he had a problem with his shoulder yeah. I said lockdown has probably helped a few people in a way because they've been able to rest that injury that you probably wouldn't oh, great, I'm, yeah. I'm guilty for it where I won't rest an injury um and obviously a lot of people are, so you've had no choice in lockdown. True, but there have been other sort of um, remedies that could have been used. So, for example, if people had an existing injury going into lockdown, there was there's no excuse for that injury not to have been rehabbed. I mean, <clears throat> the start of the uh, pandemic, I was still open. I worked all the way up until the variant and then I had a duty of care to my other line of work uh, where I had to protect them. So I decided then to close my business down to protect myself and them. Um, but with regards to the injury, you could have gone with active rehab. So you could have been using things like resistance band. Yeah, granted it would have depended on the injury. Um, but a lot of cases you could have gone with light weight exercises body weight exercises resistant band work there could have been things in play i mean i was available throughout it for all so if anyone did want any advice they could have just dropped me a message uh, and on that note as well i was doing online videos um promoting for specific things for like example exercises for um plantar fasciitis or lower back pain or you know things like that so more the more common things but yeah, you could have done things. Yeah, I, I was going to say, to be fair, on the flip side of what I said, um, obviously there'll be some things that have probably become worse during lockdown because of, like you said, not being treated and stuff. Yeah. And because of probably the lifestyle we, we had to like, live, basically, lockdown. Like, obviously, we all sat down more. We all was a bit more inactive, especially in the winter months. Inactivity obviously dropped. Like, I know my steps, personally, I didn't do as much and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I can imagine how many people have probably sat down around more. Hence, probably why you're finding more problems in every backs and stuff like that. Right? Oh, absolutely. Um, posture is going to be the big one as well. Like, <coughs> yeah. again, people have done a lot less. So, sitting there on it all day is going to cause lower back and back problems. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Um, I mean, the main point uh, or the main frustration in the lockdown was when we first went into lockdown as a, a country where no one had any idea what was going on, etc., and every business shut. That's where it became frustrating to me as a therapist because. Um, those people that you were treating at that point and getting results for were then not back because I had no access to them at, at that stage. Um, 
so you were getting a lot of muscle atrophy, for example, when you were rehabbing clients, and that you would just go straight back to square one. It, that was my f- most frustrating point. Let's talk about some more enjoyable then. So what's been your most enjoyable probably part, moments of your job at the moment? <laughs> Hurting people, no. I don't <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> um, the most rewarding part of my job at the moment is the fact you do get results from people. Um, like recently, you your viewers can't see at the moment, but there is a postural chart behind you, but that shows a definitive progression result. So like when you're working, when you mentioned personal training, how you take before and afters, I can do that as well with injuries. So people that have limited range of motion or ROM, um, and you, you get that before, and then you show them that after where you're getting 20, 30 upwards, um, increasing that ROM, um, that's rewarding. Uh, and it speaks for itself. I mean, your client goes away happy and you, your name's on that as well. Um, on top of that is you've done your work, you've done your job and you can show them. <laughs> <laughs> so your job's quite rewarding in a way because uh, you, you can basically help people obviously who are quite bad injury sometimes and you can get them back to like their physical fitness or get them back to a stage where they can do what they was basically doing before I suppose in a way no um, you're getting back better well better yeah that's what we aim <laughs> for eventually yeah um, saying about the big ways to hurt your people I always say that sports therapists and especially injury massage therapists love hurting people <laughs> yeah you have, this, you have this face where you just like you're doing it and you seem to enjoy it too much <laughs> I get this a lot and there'll be people on my page that'll see this and go yeah he's like but then I was like that as a personal trainer it's mm-hmm. like you've come to me because you want me to get a job done Regardless of your feelings, yeah, they're taken into consideration if you want the holistic approach to it, but um, but you're there to do a job. Yeah, the niceties and the pleasantries, they come along with it eventually, but at the time, it's like, I've got to get a job to do, or, or got a job to do. Uh, same with massage, it's like, you know, it, it's going to hurt before it gets better, but then you've got yourself to that point where I have to, I politely say, hurt you. Um, it's not that I'm, you know, grinning behind your back while you're face down on the table like a villain and like rubbing my hands together and twiddling my tash like stroking a cat. You know what I mean? It's 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 got to be done. It has to be done. Yeah, I was just like I was thinking that too much enjoyment. Um, <laughs> so we spoke about PC obviously changing like the last like well since obviously you did it and stuff. Uh, what about your sports therapy? Do you, do you think that injury massage has changed much? since yes. know, since lockdown or the last few years or no it's definitely changed for the better um, because it's now being better recognised from the uh, do you do happy endings uh, kind of treatment and where we get the, the seedy thought about it um, for example when we went into lockdown again going onto that drab comment um, but when we went into that we was being um, we was being described as massage parlours but that in itself sounds seedy it's like we're not massage parlors we're massage therapists so it's now taken a turn for the better because it's being recognized as more professional uh, and more active within society uh, and sports etc um, so definitely agree it's, it's changed for the better I don't know if I'm right but wasn't in June lockdown wasn't you changed from like you said it's like a massage parlor wasn't you changed to like a health um, yeah, we, we're now recognised under the Health Act right. now, so we were allowed to remain open. Um, you have to be at a certain level, um, but yeah, you recognised as a professional health Which is fair, really, because obviously at the end of the day you are, and you're health aware of health, and 
obviously injuries and stuff where absolutely but agree but going back to my comment earlier where i said we was hindered because we were treating clients and getting them back to health then we had to suddenly stop and therefore they deteriorated so we it's great that we've now been recognized so even if it's post post injury if you like um it's still beneficial to that individual regardless i mean with the hospitals they went into lockdown as well if you like uh, so people didn't have access to physiotherapists uh, under the nhs so there were people like me that were readily available um uh, that's what we do we just help we're, we're lovely come on <laughs> <laughs> um obviously people obviously with first trailer stuff clients i spoke to and people because of the gym yeah they were saying how annoying it was that say like they get into it and they get to a good physical health and then everything is shut for like three months because of another lockdown and it back yeah. open then shut again did you find the same thing obviously saying about people getting to that stage and then did you find the same kind of oh, i don't want to say Annoyance, like these people yeah. just saying it's a lock again, and then yeah, there was a there was a level of frustration across the board, wasn't there? I mean, within my industry, yes, like I've mentioned, you know, you've seen people going backwards, and and that affects you personally. It's like, well, I can't do nothing, um, and you just want to try to help, but you couldn't. Um, and the same for them, they want to get better. They, they don't want to revert back to being in pain and agony or not being able to move or being hindered from playing their sports or, you know, it, it was frustrating for everyone. But, you know, we had to do our part, didn't I, we? I suppose, so. obviously, like you said, they could do stuff at home with themselves and stuff. And if they didn't, after you saw them, they didn't kind of really have to recover anything after that. It was kind of, in a way, not pointless, but like... It would have hindered their recovery because if they've just been to see you, you've gone to that stage and you locked down again and they've just stopped doing anything. Well, no, they didn't. Uh, any of my clients, I was proactive with them off the bat. So I was doing small videos and sending them over to them if I knew that they needed to progress with their, their training. It weren't that I allowed them to stop. It's like, I'm going to need you to do this. The problem that I did have were people were contacting me and going, I've got this injury. Uh, what do you think it is? So you've just got this blank expression on your face then. It's like, unfortunately for me in my role, in order for me to make a diagnosis of any form of treatment, I have to offer palpation. I have to be there. I have to see and feel what I'm, I'm dealing with. I can't just go, yeah, do this. Because I don't know, one, how much pain it's going to put them in. Um, if it's beneficial, um, there was a number of factors. But for my clients, I did say, here's a little video. I want you to do these keep it within a pain gate um, so on a scale of 1 to 10 um, how does it feel for you and I'd have that rapport with them so they were never alone and I'm like just text me whenever you need anything you say about that just about people messaging you asking what was up with them obviously when you come physically see them obviously I was talking about this about the doctors the other day obviously yeah. doctors didn't see people so oh, some aren't still okay, yeah. people physically um, to me I don't know how they could diagnose half of their after the treatments or after the problems we've actually seen a person same obviously for yourself it'd be pretty hard to the me oh it's hard there, there was no two ways where i couldn't do what i have to do um for doctors i can't comment on their profession and i know they're under a lot of stress um and i know several doctors as well um but when you think about it they, they were doing that especially with my gp surgery they were doing online appointments um, so you would go on, you would tell them if you had any issues or what the issues were, etc., symptoms and so on. But it was kind of more of a self-diagnosis, but I'm going to tell you and you can make a decision kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
It was a tricky one, though. About, like you said, about people messaging you, like, kind of tell them how hard it is to diagnose an injury or a problem. Because <laughs> like, I know so many people, sound <clears throat> yourself in the industry, and so many people message a lot of them and be like, oh, I've got this and this. What, what, what do you think it is? And like, it, it's like, it's not that easy. And I don't think people get that. I think, no, people it, think you can literally be told, what the, I don't know, two symptoms and you, you, you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Is it, actually to- it, it is incredibly hard and frustrating. I mean, I've had to turn people away and say, look, I'm not a doctor. Um, you know, guys out there, you do have to understand is we need to feel what's going on. We can't just make a diagnosis and say, you're coming to me with back pain and I go, all right, yeah, do this exercise. And for all I know, you've got a broken rib. You know what I mean? You could be misdiagnosed and then we're liable for prosecutions you know, in that aspect. But you have to understand, guys, you know, there's professionals out there and we're professional for a reason. We can't just say to you, yeah, it's this. I mean, it'd be great if I could do that and I'd be charging a hell of a lot more. But um, it just can't be done. It's not feasible. It's not feasible. It's like going to a mechanic, or phoning a mechanic up and say, there's a problem with my car. What is it? You yeah. know, you can't do it. Uh, and obviously so. you, you don't know what other problems have been caused because of that injury because it's been left for so long. And it could be exactly that. Um, problems. You do have the thing, we call it a ripple effect um, or how it was described to me is if you have a calm and plastic pond or form of water and you throw a stone in it, you get that one drop and then you get ringlets that expand and expand and expand. It's the same thing with the body as well. You'll have an epicenter of pain, but it does refer through and it will work its way through the body. It can't, it's not just, it's like weight loss. You can't spot weight loss and you can't just target that one incident. I'm going to, I'm going to take that uh, thing that you just used and that's good. Anyways. The pond. <laughs> I'm going to use that one in the future. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, charge you. <laughs> so we've talked about your sports injury massage. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've done or started doing physiotherapy as well. Yes, I'm just enrolled on the course. I'm just waiting back for my confirmation. But yeah, I've put myself down for um, my uh, MSc in physiotherapy. Just I want that little bit of knowledge. Um, I work with some some great guys. Um, and they kind of really inspire me to do to be, to do better with myself and to offer a better service. So, is that something you want to do then? Physiotherapy? Is that something that you're looking to? Well, initially it was more sports therapy. Uh, I'm progressed with that, um, but having seen the work that my colleagues do, then yeah, it's something I want to do definitely. Obviously, like you do some work with uh, Walsh Football Club. I have, yeah, um, yeah, I do work with them. Yeah. Is that? Do you think working with them is? kind of pushed you more to that way or do you think yes without without a doubt um i work with a, a tremendous physio um who i've got a lot of respect and time for um without going into too much detail about him but um uh, yeah he's he's a really good role model um and he's kind of inspired me to do a lot of things in all fairness i ain't gonna tell him that even though he's on my page what <laughs> <laughs> we watching there <laughs> do you do you think that what you've already done in the past has kind of helped you kind of go towards that kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe, uh, without getting too spiritual, um, but I believe that we, we've all got a path in life uh, and I believe that, you know, we all end up there regardless of how we deflect from it. Um, so when you think about my past, I was a chef. 
So then I went into personal training, so nutrition, diet, etc. that they were on hand straight away. So then without doing my fitness qualification and my personal training qualification, I wouldn't have then done my um, sports massage. And then without doing my sports massage, I wouldn't have gone on to do my sports therapy. And now doing the sports therapy, I, I want to progress as well. So I definitely think there's, um, there's definitely a calling out, out there that... I'm following. Where do you want to take if you say therapy? Do you want to do it into like a club kind of setting or? I w- <laughs> right. The thing with me, I'm a very loyal person and individuals have given me a great shot uh, at what I do and my loyalty will stay with them um, regardless. Um, so yeah, I do want to stay within club or clubs. Um, and yeah, obviously with my clinic as well, use that more to my advantage. But it'll broaden my horizons and broaden my treatments, which I can offer then more services to my clients um, and give them the, the best possible outcome. That's where I want to go with that. Oh, I'd like to say, obviously it's all a bit obscure really, like you said when, we, when you started PT, obviously yeah. years ago, like it was, yeah, you pass your course and stuff, but it's obviously a lot of it's upskill. Yeah. I'm learning more things or even just experience within the industry. Like you've probably learned not only with PT, but like your sports injury and stuff, you've probably learned a lot more by Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, and that's something else people need to realise like you can people who work with the industry, yes, find osteopathy courses and stuff like that, but there's so much where you need to learn upskill or you need to actually get some errors in that kind of industry. Oh god yeah. God yeah. I've Good. seen way too many people pass a f- their their PT qualification in a weekend. And, um, and then they're straight in the gym and they think they know everything there is to know about personal training and, you know, they can develop the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and I've seen it firsthand and I've seen cookie cutter personal trainers where every client seems to have the same goal and they've set, got the same body and they all have the same um, you know, training pattern, like client after client after client. And it's the same and that frustrates me. Um, I've seen... I've seen personal trainers um, that are a little bit too proud to understand where their colleagues have strengths as well. So for example, if you was a personal trainer and you dealt with a lot of runners and I was a personal trainer that dealt with bodybuilding and someone came to me about, oh, I want to learn running. Instead of saying to them, oh, all right, I'm not actually the best person uh, for you. However, I recommend this person to get you the better job. There's not enough of that in the industry. Instead, they will try and do sort of guest training to get guest results. Um, And there just needs to be that more well, what's the word to use? Better understanding for those around you and understanding what their strengths are. I mean, in all fact, I was quite rounded as a personal trainer because I would, well, you've seen firsthand myself that I would sit there on the gym floor with my face in a book and I would just constantly study, study, study. Um, just because I always believed that I was only as strong as my weakest link. And um, I even studied sign language just so there wasn't a language barrier when it come to individuals um that required that um yeah upskill knowledge is power isn't it at the end of the day and yes you should definitely up those skills and not think that just because you've done a one weekend or a, a three-week course that you are the best personal trainer that there is to offer um because you will just get you will lose interest in the industry very quickly um I think the thing you said about where people, uh, obviously, personal trainers should kind of pass people on if they, if that's not their expertise, pass them on to somebody who is. Yeah, I definitely want to change that because it's 
I agree with you. Like, if I've if I'm not as confident or if I'm not kind of got the expertise, like you said, to deal with that person, like everybody else, like that, why am I going to try and? You mean I could do a lot of harm than I could? Good. Exactly, and then that's where they come to me. Yeah, but <laughs> see, the same with you though. Like, I'll have people come to me and they'll be like, "Oh, I've got this pain here, or I've got this problem here," and like, I'll ask them, and I'll try and help them if I can. But my skills are limited, so obviously, yeah. like what I know and my experience. But I would obviously pass them on then to somebody who knows. I would not try and get them to do things that I think might help. But you know, what I mean, I don't know because I'm not that an expert. Like, do you know how it what it reminds me of? Like personal trainers, like um, that aren't willing to just adapt you know when you're in school and you're doing tests and then someone tries to look at your test and then they they curl their arm around the paper and they won't show you it's like oh i've got this little bit of information and i'm not going to share it with you it's like what's what's the point <laughs> you know you, you just look daft for it yeah, but we're all in the same industry today and we're all trying to get the same goal exactly so why can't we just help each other i agree yeah i mean even now like um i've left the the, the fitness industry um because i prefer the the rehab side of things um but now i mean i work alongside some good personal trainers that i could recognize that are good personal trainers um for example i i do a lot of work um at a gym um for rehab work there and there's a personal trainer that i work alongside there and i've dealt with some of his clients um and then vice versa, if I have a client and I go, right, this is a personal trainer I recommend, I will then work then with that personal trainer and say, right, this is what I want you to look at. These are kind of the things I want you to aim for and to get out of your session. I won't sit there and go, I want you to do this. Um, I would just say, look, this is where I'm going with this client. This is what I recommend. Um, you, you do a bit of work on it and then leave them, get on to doing the, their own work. Um, so they can take their own credit for for the job that they do. Um, but yeah, you should definitely share. Share sharing is caring. Yeah, we, we should help each other. It's hard, is it? <laughs> Look how many people who in this country it's alone. I'm sure there's not that many clients to help other people. So I'm sure. I believe many. as well. I've passed a few clients on to you as well. Yeah, you probably have in the past. Yeah, and I've, like I've, I recommended people to. I've seen that only that, but you you injury massage and stuff, and I've told them. If I know I got a lot of injuries. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean injury clients. I'm sure I got a lot of clients oh, yeah, sent yeah. my way. Anyone with an injury, go and see him. You've been treated me every time. I have, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you said about the first training um, before, we sports injury massage. People who qualify, do you see a lot of oh, bad practice in the industry you're in now? No, I don't know. Um, because I, I'm not there. Um, because when you're, you're dealing with um, like clients like we're here in my clinic now, um, it's quite it's a private practice. So unless you're doing it quite open, like you're at an event, for example. Um, but even then, I wouldn't call it bad practice. I, so like um, I'd look at them and go, well, "What are they doing? Why are they doing that? Um, what's the the goal for that um, technique that they're using?" Uh, I mean, if someone come to them and I'm stood there and said, oh, I've dislocated my shoulder and they started windmilling it, um, then I'd have a few concerns. <laughs> but, but other than that, you, no, you don't really judge in all fairness. You, you ask questions because of you're seeing a different technique, for example, um, and it's something you can take away from it. But then that's the same with personal training. You look at someone and go, oh, what are they doing that for? What's the benefit? 
you know, and why they're using it, and you, you would use it. I mean, that's how we all learn, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you, t- you take things from other people, you? like, you'll do things that yeah. people wouldn't do, vice versa, and sometimes you just take that and use it yourself, you know, yeah. why not, sometimes. Um, you mentioned before that you teach classes, <laughs> yeah. and like, I know you really well for some time. <laughs> I'll tell you now, for anybody else that's here, Mark is only one of the best summary instructors I've ever seen. But oh, no, I'm blushing. But definitely the best male instructor I've ever seen. Because it's very rare to see a male like Zumba instructor. What was he like teaching Zumba? I don't know what you mean. The me teaching Zumba, no. Um, <laughs> well, it, it was entertaining. I mean, I'm not exactly. I'm a broad lad. <laughs> and it looked a little unusual. But it was kind of. Uh, the best way to explain it is my release, if you like. So when you're doing the drill instructor personal training, Week in, week out, and you, I won't say screaming at people. We, we don't do that do we, these days, do we, folks? No, of course not. But it's, it's, it's quite serious. I mean, well, at least I was, anyway, when it comes to my personal training. I used to get really frustrated if people would interrupt me when I'm with a paying client because my focus is on that client um, because they paid for my time. Um, so I was quite intense when it came to my personal training. So when it came to doing my classes, I would just let rip. And uh, I, 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 I was a case. It's a really <laughs> big question. Why, why Zumba? Like, obviously you, you... It was an accident, believe it or not. Okay. Um, so years ago, I used to work for a chain called Pure Gym. I'm sure people know. Um, and we had a, a really good Zumba instructor. Um, bearing in mind, this was not... It wasn't too long while I started my personal training. So as part of my journey, I wanted to try every class to see what they did, what they offered. So when it came to clients and they came to me and said, I want to do this class, would you recommend it? I could then give them an honest answer. And I started going to, (laughs) I I quote in brackets here with air quotes. Um, I went to some terrible, they were dire Zumba classes. And I thought, what is this? i paid for a two-hour class and we learned two routines Uh, and it was basically how it was taught was right we just do this move and then at the end of that we add this onto it now we're going to start again we're going to do all that and then we just add this onto it and I didn't break a sweat I just got frustrated I like there was people getting it wrong around me and bumping into me and I was like how are you getting it wrong it's been explained at least 70 times already um so I thought Zumba is not the way to go in the fitness industry. It was terrible. And then the one day I was training a client and I, all I could hear was, Woo, yeah, come on. I was like, what is going on in there? So I went in and said, oh, what is it you're teaching? And she said, Zumba. I was like, that's not Zumba I know. So I asked if I could attend her classes. And um, done it for a few weeks, really enjoyed it. Thought it was great fun. Um, and she had a family emergency and she had to go back to Spain. And then we just had an onslaught of terrible instructors um, where I was just constantly getting complaints. I weren't management, I should point this out, um, but I was the one that people would talk to. Um, And we just got bombarded with complaint after complaint after complaint. And in the end, I just went, right, I'm doing a qualification in it. My manager at the time thought, yeah, right, okay, yeah. I said, right, I've got this person covering my shift. I'm off to Wales. I'm going to do my Zumba qualification, which I did. I sent him, at the end of the day, sent him a photo of the qualification. He was like, I actually thought you were joking. Um, 
To which point then I started teaching Zumba. I said, give me two weeks, let me get some routines together. Um, and I did just that and um, put the class together. And it just, from day one, it's been really popular. I've been quite successful with it. You know, it's touch wood, touch me head, but, um, and it just kind of stuck. So it was kind of an accidental entry and it was just sort of a quick fix that turned permanent. Um, but I, I just got into it and it, I just found it fun, daft. You could let your hair down and just play on it. When I've so. watched you, mate, I, like, yeah, I was going to say, you, you really like it. You guess, <laughs> definitely uh, oh, I make <laughs> Magic <laughs> Mike look rather timid, don't I? <laughs> are, you, are you still going to do the old class if you get asked or not? No. I have been approached by a couple of gyms and unfortunately due to other commitments and with me wanting to go into my physiotherapy, I'm just not going to have the time to commit to it because I'm going to be study mode, hardcore studying. You know what I'm like when it comes yeah. to studying. Um, so no, I actually now think my Zumba days are behind me now. Oh, some people would be sad to hear that, but uh, probably I still listen to my music. If anyone's stalking my house at any point, you'll still see me dancing in the kitchen <laughs> or uh, uh, in my garden. <laughs> so you can do special appearances, you see, like. Uh... Well, I, I do. I have been covering um, for the last four years, I believe it's been um, the Race for Life. Yeah, of course. Um, I'd been asked uh, while I was at the village to cover an event, and I deemed that popular that I was called back every year. Um, I was also called back for last year as well. Obviously, it didn't go ahead, unfortunately, due to um, COVID restrictions. But uh, yeah, I was called back for that as well, which is my defining moment, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you mentioned there, uh, obviously, that didn't happen. So let's talk about lockdown. Uh, Who doesn't want to talk about lockdown? I know, <laughs> hopefully, in a few episodes, I won't have to talk about it anymore. But uh, <laughs> mate, it was lockdown for you, mate. Well, like I say, I, I kept working. I was allowed, well, after the, the uncertainty, uh, we was given the go-ahead and we were allowed to reopen. Uh, and then I reopened again up until the variant. I could have worked, but like I said, I had a duty of care to others. Um, and then it, it, it was shortly after where we were, you know, were allowed to go back again anyway, so I reopened. Uh, I think people were cautious as well uh, when the variant came out, because um, obviously I offer home visits as well. They all had to stop. Um, so people got a little bit scared if you like and they were a bit reluctant to come out and which is understandable you know people are going to have that fear factor um <coughs> thanks to to media and so on that that's put that there but um excuse me <coughs> choking um it's all right don't don't offer first aid Luke. Yeah, it's, right, it's, it's right. fine don't worry about it um so yeah it, i was quite fortunate um with it, I had a bit of a break, you know, it's always nice to have a holiday, you know, coming from a self-confessed workaholic, it, it was nice for government to tell me I've got to stop for a bit, so. Yeah, did you, obviously, well, I guess you did, everyone else did, did you see a decline in obviously business and stuff and clients coming in? Uh, it was hit and miss, believe it or not. Um, yeah, initially it, it went quiet because people weren't leaving the houses, etc. and of course I couldn't go into houses. Um, but yeah it soon picked up as soon as the first uh, opening came back i was back to back i was working um like ridiculous shifts like 15 hour days and you know just to make sure i can get the clientele coming through because i was in that much demand you know i was fully booked and um you know for the best part of two months 
Uh, and then, of course, it shut down again where I had to reserve all those bookings and move them onwards, like when we could reopen. So pros and cons to it, really. Yeah, I think, I think that's the first lockdown back in, obviously, when it was nice last year. This time last year, wouldn't it have been? Yeah. Um, I think everyone, after that lockdown, everyone was like trying to get back into everything and whether it's like you book for yourself or whatever. And then, obviously, the second one happened. And then the third one, I think people was getting that more and more annoyed. They stopped booking the culture or like getting, they thought we're going to wait until like, Eventually, though, when it came to the third lockdown, we, I, can't, I think the country got to the point where it was like, I'm fed up with this. You know, and it was case summer was coming as well. And if a th- another lockdown was going to be mentioned, I think an uproar would have taken place. Uh, and, you know, and it wouldn't have been adhered to anyway. And you, it couldn't have been policed uh, effectively anyway. So, yeah. Any positives you could take for yourself from lockdown? That's a time off. Yeah. Anything any, any else for yourself? Any, did you get some more? Well, yeah, I studied. Yeah, studying done. Um, so, plus I work in elite sports as well, which were allowed to take place. So I was um, still participating in that as well. Um, but I used it as study time and to better myself. Because that's what you, I always do. I know you, I you about elite sports. Uh, did you see... Obviously, I knew he wasn't long working at the Waterfall Club like, for ages, but yeah. did you see much difference with, obviously, like, especially with fans not being allowed in? Did you see oh, yeah. much of a, yeah, yeah. an effect? It's, it, oh, it's weird. It is really weird, especially when penalties come on. <laughs> it's deadly silent. <laughs> but, um, I miss him. I, I really do. Yeah, I really yeah, do I, miss him. Like, so. any sport, really, I could imagine, like... Playing in front of like a full stadium and then playing in front of nobody. No one, yeah, it's you know it's, it's so bizarre. Really, it? Yeah, you know, so that's kind of like, and I suppose like same as you said about race for life. Like obviously, you have spectators go and watch you run, mm. and do you know what it pushes you that extra bit. Yeah, and I can imagine. It's yeah, like it does. Yeah, elite it's, sports yeah. people, and it's like, suddenly other people there. All of a sudden, I miss my chant. <laughs> <laughs> Marky row row row. I miss <laughs> me chant. Um, Next year, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Again, without going into that too much of that side of the business, but yeah, I, I do miss the fans. I love you. I love you all. Hopefully, I'll be back soon, and hopefully, <laughs> I'll hopefully have to go back to normal soon. And yeah, after the restrictions get lifted, we can kind of go back to. Hey, you can give me cuddles now, can't they? Uh, you can give me a hug. Mate, <laughs> you are. After that, this is finished. Uh, I'm well, just going to ra- randomly hug strangers. Is that where you go? So what what's next? What's next for you? I know you've talked about your physiotherapy and stuff, but what's kind of your goal next, or what you're looking to do next? Um, I want to expand my business more. I mean, on the one aspect of my job, I want I want to get physio so I can offer the best service I can uh, to my employers uh, and those within. Um, with my personal business, um, again, I want to offer the best service I can for my um, my clientele. Um, I'm also looking at expanding. I really would like to have a one building facility. Um, For example, um, one building where it offers massage and treatment, but then within the same building, I wouldn't mind where you've got a gym in there. Not not your typical gym, I mean like a functional gym. Mm -hmm. So then you've got the full package for rehabilitation. I mean, that's something I'd really be interested in doing. Because um, obviously I've got my personal training side of things as well. Uh, and then, like I say, you can have active rehab then as well. Um, all in one building. Um, and I don't think you see too many of those around these days. Um, they can offer that full package. 
I mean, definitely be interesting, I would. Obviously, like, basically, there's not many gyms that have got a kind of like a rehabilitation kind of side to it, really. Yeah. Most gyms, you could probably, without going into it, you could probably guess what's in there. Most yeah. gyms, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I think absolutely. Like that would be, Especially uh, when you're looking at your more commercial gyms. Yeah. Um, it, it's all pretty stereotype, isn't it? Um, but even then, I, th- I believe that they should be offering a service to their members. Um, one, it reduces injury. Uh, two, it promotes the individual's flexibility, strength, development. Um, so I think it should be readily available in, in gyms. Where, where so. I work, we, we deal with a lot of um, like people who've had I say bad illnesses or like bad... Like yeah. We deal with a lot of people who have strokes. Yeah. And we, we accommodate for a lot of people like that. Yeah. That's just something that also the council offers and stuff like that. But... Um, it's, it's um, a bonus. Like there's another gym as well. I believe Nutfield do it as well. Don't yeah, Nutfield. Yeah. yeah, they do part of their private stuff, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Also, we offer it to obviously anybody, basically general public, um, and it's good because it gets some of the gym, it gets some training. You know what I mean? It gets it gets some kind of help as well. So I, I definitely think you've got a like I say, market or a niche there. Yeah, going, definitely. So. Uh, would you have anybody working with you? Uh, yeah, ideally, or I see I probably side manage if you like and just run the business um from the but yeah i'd have it readily available for me to go in as well but i mean you're talking years off yet um how long have you actually been doing sports therapy before sports injury so oh it's about three years now three or four years I know it's gone quick, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because was, oh, we I was a young lad back then. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm old and grey. We were together for about what, three, two, three, four years, maybe longer. Well, it's just come up on my memories actually. Five years I was there. Yeah, see that. That's uh... five years of torture. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, five years I was there. Um, so yeah, I think you've been gone back two, yeah, about three uh... years then. I do four this year, isn't I should express, obviously, because um, we're also live on my feed as well here, that I used to work with Luke, and Luke was one of my team leaders. Um, the best, don't you? <laughs> oh, also modest. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. So he's, he's seen the way I've worked um, in, the, in the past, and like, like I mentioned where I was quite intense, he, he's seen that where, you know, I'm, I'm not approachable when I'm with someone. Oh, when I'm not with someone, I'm usually bouncing off the walls because I'm, you know, on 14 cups of coffee. Do you know what? I'd, I'd, say, I'd say you're, you're quite um, passionate. I'll do my word for you. I like that. I'll go with passionate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd say passionate. I think you're very passionate for your, your, your job and for your, probably your, your customers or your clients. I think you're very passionate towards them as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I think that's... It's a polite way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Obviously, it shows that you're giving them their time and stuff. At the end of the day, they're, they're paying for a service. At the end of the yeah. Day. And you you give them that 100%, you know what I mean? Definitely. There's a lot of people who don't. And a lot of them, like you said, I don't know, Beckham, we're a treadmill for no reason. Get off your phones. Yeah. Would be like, my advice on that. Why have you got your phone on the gym floor anyway? Yeah, and they're but, uh, service, you're not giving it to them. If that was any other kind of a service that has been offered, yeah. you, know I mean? you wouldn't pay for it because you're not getting what you've well, no, you wouldn't. Strangely enough, I was with a client um, and I observed a personal trainer from that venue. Um, it, it wasn't the gym I was working in. I, I got snuck into another gym. <laughs> right. um, and they was on their phone, had them on a treadmill, wasn't paying any attention to them and had them and while he was on a phone. So I turned to my client. I said, if I did that to you, what would you do? And his response was straight out, you'd be fired. You know, at the end of the day, they are your employer. 
they're paying a good whack. And I mean, it, personal training these days for anyone worth their soul is not cheap. Um, and that's people's hard-earned money. And especially with today's climate where people are losing jobs and there's job uncertainty and then people are investing in you. You should be taking that time to be invested in their passion for development uh, and not just be so, just so flippant of them, you know. Not just turn up. <laughs> yeah. That's what I yeah. Um, you know, if somebody was uh, like thinking of coming to see you or, or somebody don't, in, no, in, don't. Or somebody <laughs> in your industry, but they're like, oh, I don't know whether it's going to work or I don't know whether I should. I get or, this. Yeah, what would yeah. you say to them? Well, I, I have had clients where they're, they're really nervous uh, and they kind of treat it as if they're going for their first tattoo. Um, they overbuild themselves mentally for what is going to happen. Now, I've got to stress to anyone um, as well, and you, you ask any sports massage therapist this as well, they'll tell you the same, is, yeah, okay, sports massage therapist may be uncomfortable at times but we do have procedures in place to work with and alongside you as clients um i use a pain gate like i say on a one, scale of one to ten and i never go past a, a certain point there'll be people on my page that know this now they, they're screaming that number um eight um so you work with them and i had one lady bless her and i know she's on my page um she was petrified. Oh, I've got this condition. I've got this, and oh, is it going to hurt? Is it going to? You just have to reassure them. It's like, yes, it's not. It can be unpleasant, um, and it can be uncomfortable. But the goal is for the greater good. We're, I will work with you. Uh, I mean, when I get people in here, it's not that I want to put them into a pretzel and go on your way. Um, it's, you know, it's like, I want to work with you. Yes, I'm going to be uncomfortable, but I don't want you leaving here in more agony than what you came in with. Uh, and then leaving for days. I mean, <laughs> those that have had massage cupping with me, uh, they bruise, they do bruise and they leave you looking like a Lego figure or a Domino's pizza. But, um, the end result is always in the best interest. Uh, and I don't want anyone, and I stress this to anyone of that's coming to, or thinking of coming to visit me or any of my clients. Um, I don't want anyone thinking that I, my goal is to harm them in any way. My goal is to get them back to where they need to be and back on their marks. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> if, you, if you didn't do your job and you didn't get back to where they were, then nobody would ever come to see them with that face. Well, no, like, they wouldn't. You're doing a job and you're trying to get people. Like we said, like you're trying to get them probably back fit and healthy like a yeah. lot of people some injuries you might not be able to do anything at all so you're kind of getting them back to their like, daily lives sometimes you know what I mean yeah, and absolutely. the cupping like you said I think that just looks a lot worse than it actually is. It, it really does I mean I've done this recently to a family member who, <laughs> who's given me some choice words on the matter but um, you know they are there for a reason um, pros and cons to them people have their beliefs some people like them some people don't I like them for uh, a multitude of reasons um but yeah they, they do look a little bit ugly and i mean if you are having cupping on the your back for example i wouldn't recommend wearing a backless dress on a night out um you'll see them on professional sports like you know, if you're watching the rugby you'll, you'll see them walk out and they, they've got some tremendous looking love bites all over their body but um th their goal is for a purpose so they're not just decorative yeah i definitely from my experience having them Obviously, like it, it don't feel as bad as you think. Yeah. No, it just looks worse. That's all. Yeah. So you've got this big bruise. Obviously, what do you expect? It's same as if you bruise yourself normally, or if you did that kind of 
You know what I mean? Any kind of injury where it draws blood to the skin. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it's going to look bad at it, but yeah. it's not actually as bad as a... But rest thing. assured, we're not punching you in those spots to get that reaction. I, I think it's good <laughs> for them to hear from your point of view, yeah, like, yeah. if they're thinking about calling but not sure. Like, it's good to hear, like, that reassurance and... Do you know what? Actually, go and see them. It's probably not as bad as you think. Uh, just have a conversation. Um, if it's not with myself, and, it, and for, for example, if you're listening from miles away and you're, you're th- contemplating going to see a therapist, just give them a phone call and ask them that, you know, when... We're not monsters, as much as you mentioned earlier that we do like to hurt people. We're, we're not monsters. Um, just have a chat with them and they will reassure you. And, and trust me, they do feel good. <laughs> a massage feels good as well. So, I mean, and this is another thing as well. People take for granted their, their health until it's too late. Um, that's human nature, unfortunately. It's people will wait till they're in pain or agony or in discomfort and then they go, now I need to do something about it. Instead of going, oh, there's a little niggle there. Let's go get it resolved straight away. Or just phone someone up and say, well, I've got this niggle. Can you recommend I do something? By the way, on that note, we don't charge for advice. <laughs> so don't think that when you phone me up and go, I've got this problem, um, is there anything you can recommend that I can do? Don't think you're going to get a nice hefty bill sent to you. <laughs> well, at least I don't anyway. But um, Like you said, just to fair, one more good point is uh, you said about massage and stuff. People, some people think you just do massage. Like that's all you do. Like the people in no. the industry. Yeah. Like... Like, do you want to elaborate? Obviously, there's loads of things I know you offer. Like, oh yeah, we do. We, you know, when you come into the clinic while the radio's on, we sing to you. You know, uh, we juggle. No, I'm joking. Um, yeah, we we do multiple. Yes, I offer just basic therapy massage, um, or sort of FLRs massage. So if you're having trouble sleeping, for example, and you just want a nice relaxing massage. Get into the clinic. I've got the, the, the relaxation music and you can just zone out and have a bit of you time. Um, I'll admit I'm quite chatty when I massage. <laughs> and, unless you don't want me to, I should point that out. Um, but yeah, we offer that. Uh, and then we also offer the more practical side of it. So when it comes to sports massage and it's getting uh, re-immobilized, etc., or um, getting rid of aches and pains and etc we offer that kind of thing as well that's again because like there's that lot of persona around sports massage and stuff that yeah sometimes it's just literally massage someone's just there gonna no dig the fingers into your eyes no it's not that it's like treatments that is where we become monsters if you think that you're gonna come in and just have a gentle massage and then we start prodding and poking you it's gonna be a quite a wake-up call to you you know when we've got a knuckle going into your back for example <laughs> or we start pulling out like some of the tools like the for blade work etc you're gonna have a bit of a shock <laughs> if you think it's just gonna, how's your day going <laughs> well enough, we should leave it there <laughs> um, oh mate if if um if anybody wants to like contact you or kind of get in touch you or see what you do where can they find you phone boxes no <laughs> Um, that's a different job (laughs) (laughs) that's my weekend job Um, no you can contact me you can get in touch with me on Facebook via On Your Marks excuse me again (coughs) Uh, via On Your Marks or I'm also on Instagram uh, under the same name as well 
Cool. Uh, I think we've gone through some good points today. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add on, personally. Oh, we are wonderful folks, and you should book in immediately. <laughs> Not with just myself. You can just book in with myself, of course, but I've got quite a wait. Um, but go and speak to your local therapist. You know, we really aren't as bad as what Luke makes me out to be um, or what society makes me out to be and I'm certainly not a massage parlour um, as you can see you're sat in my clinic it is not a massage parlour um, I don't know if you pull the blinds down a little bit <laughs> right I'll, I'll get rid of the scented candle now but um, I was going to make it special for you he was yeah but no, speak to your clinics, anything you've got, if you've got any concerns. I mean, I work in a, bo- uh, a bodybuilder gym and um, there's some serious uh, people in there and you, and you think bodybuilders are the first to go, I don't have someone touching me. They're not. They understand the value of sports massage and, and the benefits that come along with it as well. Like I mentioned earlier, so you can, you can work on your flexibility um, so you can get a, a deeper squat, for example, which corrects your back alignment posture. Um, being an ex-personal trainer as well, I can give you advice on that if you, you think your technique's wrong on that. If, if you need to work with someone, I can give you contacts for that as well. We're quite well-connected individuals as well because um, we work alongside other professionals. But go and speak to them. Don't be afraid of us. You're afraid of me. I'll I'll answer that to be fair. Personally, from the experience I've had from sports injury and stuff and massage and all different therapies, to be fair, I've only had good experiences and have helped me out loads with my injuries. And obviously, like, if you know any personal trainers, we're probably one of the worst for getting injured and stuff. like, So, yeah, everyone's helped me, to be fair. I'd definitely go and see somebody if you think it's going to help you or you need to. Right, so I think we'll wrap up there, mate. I think we'll wrap up. Um, okay, then, if you don't want to talk to me anymore, that's fine. <laughs> I get it. If you want, we'll do an episode two at some point, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to watch out for people. Um, right, so I'm going to, obviously, if you want to find me, uh, Luke Lester on Instagram, I've got my podcast on Spotify and Google Podcasts. You find me on there. You can go on my website as well, and that'll take you to my podcast. I'm going to upload this to YouTube along with another episode that I recorded the day as well. Um, but in the meantime please follow like and share but Mark it's been a pleasure mate thank you very much let's do karaoke with the mics